Support for WABE comes from the Community Foundation for Greater Atlanta. If you love Atlanta, you can invest in the big picture. Learn more at cfgreateratlanta.org. I'm Erlon Woods. I'm Nigel Poor. We're the hosts and creators of Ear Hustle from PRX's Radiotopia. Ear Hustle is a show about life inside prison, but it's not your typical prison podcast. In this next season, we've got stories about the objects people keep inside their prison cells. About residents in a women's prison who say they want to stay there. And the most beautiful prison garden. Erlon, I will never forget it. Ear Hustle. Stories about life on the inside told by those who live it. Find Ear Hustle wherever you get your podcasts. From WABE in Atlanta, welcome to this Tuesday edition of Closer Look. I'm Rose Scott. Coming up in just a moment, mm, what's 5G? 5G is the fifth generation of wireless data networks, and it will improve them far more than 4G or 3G. Okay, 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 okay. Apparently it's everywhere. Well, there's a new partnership between Georgia Tech and T-Mobile. It's an incubator program to support growth and development of 5G entrepreneurs and startups. Plus, we open up the Closer Look Kids Vault, and we revisit meeting Penelope the Pirate Princess, the search for the magical moon pearl. As much as she enjoys the kingdom with her dad and her mother, this young princess is far from landlubber. An heir to a kingdom this young lady may be, she is destined to be the queen of the sea. That's all coming up in just a moment, but first we'll begin with this. It is day two of the jury selection process in the Ahmaud Arbery case as the court attempts to whittle down a pool of 1,000 Georgians and find 12 who can be impartial jurors in coastal Brunswick. Now, Arbery was a 25-year-old black man who was chased and fairly shot by three white men in February of 2020. Travis McMichael, Gregory McMichael, and William Roddy Bryan are charged with murder, and they also face federal hate crime charges in the case. Civil rights attorney Ben Crump is representing Arbery's family in the state murder trial, and he spoke during a town hall last night. Because we don't fight for our children, we can't expect nobody else to fight for our children. And we got to fight for our children until hell freezes over. No arrests were made in the case for more than two months. The McMichaels and Bryan have all pleaded not guilty. Meanwhile, hundreds of demonstrators gathered outside the courthouse yesterday. In other news, a group of Democratic state lawmakers are pushing back against a plan for Buckhead to break away from Atlanta and form a new city. State Representative Betsy Holland is one of several Democrats who represents Buckhead. She says a split from Atlanta would have a negative impact on the city and would take Buckhead children out of the Atlanta public schools. If you rip the community of Buckhead out of the city, well, now that applies to our children, too. If that happens, the burden to educate our children falls to Fulton County Public Schools who have no infrastructure and no buildings anywhere in the community of Buckhead. Meanwhile, Republican state lawmakers who are backing Buckhead City plan to hold hearings next month. And as always, a note of disclosure, WAB's broadcast license is held by the Atlanta Board of Education. Speaking of kids, and help is on the way for for some Georgia families in need of child care. State officials announced yesterday they'll expand the Child Care and Parent Services, or CAPS, program by 10,000. Currently, there are about 50,000 children in the program. And CAPS provides child care subsidies for low-income families. Now, this expansion will be, will be paid for by funds 
from the American Rescue Plan signed by President Biden early this year. In addition to increasing the number of children in the program, officials will also expand eligibility requirements to some middle income families that may also qualify. And finally, it is game three today, the National League Championship Series between our Atlanta Braves and the Los Angeles Dodgers. After dramatic walk-off wins, the Braves are up two games to none. And this is just the type of information that we bring to you every day. Maybe not sports. Y'all know I love sports. But conversations that are important to the community, that's what we do every day. In case you don't know, I'm Rose Scott, host of Closer Look. Odds are that you listen to WABE because you rely on us for fact-based journalism. Fascinating interviews, I mean fascinating interviews, and content you just won't find anywhere else. So now you know, doing a fundraiser like this one, please know that now we do rely on you and your donation to pay for programs like Closer Look, City Lights with Lois, It's Been a Minute with Sam Sanders, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, all the programs that you love. So please give at wabe.org slash donate, or you know the number, we've been saying it a lot, but we'll say it again, 678-553-9090. Join me now with more as our multi-platform, super-duper senior producer, Jamie Green, who's decked out in all her WABE gear. Yeah, I had to come right today. And I have on a knit cap and a <laughs> sweater that I it's cold. think I is clean. On them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's right, Rose, you said it. Right now, during Closer Look, we are asking you to make a donation for several reasons. You listen to WABE, you appreciate WABE, and you value WABE. We have fundraisers like this one just a few times a year, but it's the best way for you to easily support this service with a quick visit to WABE.org slash donate. Or to make a call, a two-minute call, 678-553-9090, and make your gift of support. At WABE, we receive over 84% of our funding from listeners right here in the metro atlanta community and that's you and that's why your gift now is so important so give now at wabe.org donate and of course always thank you my name is warren shiver and i'm from bindings georgia you know i really enjoy closer look because i no longer subscribe to the really any local press whether in print or online so it's really one of my only sources for, you know, local news about the Atlanta community. Rose is an excellent journalist herself, and it feels like she does a good job of, of pushing people to articulate and defend both sides of the story. Uh, thank you, Warren, from Vinings for that. And I got to tell you, it's a small team, but uh, we are mighty. Producer Daniel, producer LaShawn, K-Rod, Kevin Rinker on the boards over there. And also we have help from time to time from Richard Firth and Shelly Canavy. And it really does take a, a total team effort. And now that I've said his name yesterday, I have to apparently I have to say his name every day. Captain Blake, who's in the building. Everybody relies on Blake. It, it is it takes a lot. And we appreciate those kind words, because if you say kind words about me, it's kind words about the entire team and really about the entire organization. Jamie, the importance of having a fair accounting of both sides of a story can't be underestimated. And in the last few years, we've seen how important mm-hmm. an independent journalistic approach is. And I know some of y'all send me emails and you say, well, why didn't you ask this question? Why didn't you ask that? Well, if you listen closely, you know why I didn't ask that question. <laughs> That's why Closer Look and WABE are so valuable. You know you're getting journalism held to the highest standards. I hope you know that, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. So please give to support at WABE.org donate or 
the old-fashioned way, call 678-553-9090, and we'll walk you through the process. I don't think it's old-fashioned, but yes, call 678-553-9090. And look, right now we're asking you to think about what WABE really means to you. I mean, Rosie just said it. For the great journalism, the great conversations, and of course the storytelling. And, you know, you can do so by donating just accordingly. And look, how about 33 cents per day? That's about $10 a month. And we suggest this uh, amount because it seems to be the most comfortable level for a new monthly donor or sustainer. So let me ask you, have you been meaning to give? You've heard these member drives come and go, and you know you've always wanted to help out but just didn't find the time. Well, we understand, but what about right now? While you're thinking about it, think of these 33 cents as the price of keeping you informed or continuing an education class or a companion as you drive, maybe on 75, 85, 400. <laughs> Please take a moment to donate. We want to hear Piedmont. Right, Piedmont. Shout out to Ralph McGill. <laughs> Monroe Drive. I mean, it's a lot of places, right? <laughs> But yes, please take a moment to donate. While you, you might be driving right now, we want you to pull over to the side. We want to make sure that's safe. But yes, call 678-553-9090 or give online at wabe.org slash donate. Hey, it's Peter Segel from Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And here in the WABE fundraiser, please take a moment to consider the observations from Atlanta's very own Dad's Garage. Uh, hi, Whitney, Freddie, thanks for coming in today. Uh, it looks like you guys want to open a fund account? Yes. Uh, uh-huh, a, fun a fun account? account. Because we're going to be spending this on vacation, right, babe? Yeah, this is all for fun. Yeah, let's kick off the fun. So, can we get this uh, fun account started? Yeah, just sign these I'm words, sorry, huh? Tim, yep. uh, what yeah. is this D? Hmm? Uh, there's a D uh, after my fun. Yeah. yeah, this is a fund account. What? Yeah, all the money that you put into his account is going to go straight to WABE. Oh, my gosh. You know what, honey? Yeah, babe. If this is all going to WABE, uh-huh. I'll put into a fund account. You are so fun. You're so fun. I love you. I love you, too. <laughs> Stop. Where are we going to go first with our fun account Okay, you two, money? please get out of my office. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> the observations of Dad's Garage. Look, it only takes a moment to donate, so please give. Here's how. Oh, those wild and fun kids from Dad's Garage. Thank you all so much for helping us out. 678-553-9090 or online at wabe.org slash donate. I guess that was appropriate for midday. I'm not sure. We'd like to thank everyone who has given so far during this membership drive. We really appreciate it. You know, when you support WABE, you're helping not only yourself, but your friends, your neighbors, and the entire metro Atlanta area. You know, you're bringing the world home, discovering your community, finding new perspectives and helping to amplify the voices of Atlanta, all with a simple donation. You do all of that with your donation. And you know what? You can become the newest member of our community of members by making a gift right now at WABE.org slash donate or with the call 678-553-9090. And as always, I say thank you. Support for WABE comes from the Community Foundation for Greater Atlanta. You can go beyond giving to impact. Learn more at cfgreateratlanta.org.
The field of mental health counseling is growing rapidly, and Richmond Graduate University can equip you with everything you need as a licensed professional counselor while integrating your faith into your clinical practice. Programs are offered in Atlanta, Chattanooga, and online. Apply today at richmont.edu. That's R-I-C-H-M-O-N-T dot E-D-U. This is 90.1 WABE, Atlanta's Choice for NPR. I'm Rose Scott. Remember how excited we all were about that very first iPhone? Ah, yes, I I believe it was a Monday, and the year was 2008. This is the new iPhone. If you want to tell it who to call, just say, call Dave Taylor. Calling Dave Taylor, logo. And if you want to tell it what to play, just say, Play songs by Jack Johnson. Playing songs by Jack Johnson. Voice control on the iPhone 3GS, the most powerful iPhone yet. Well, I believe that iPhone from 2008 will get you at least 10 bucks. Technology has come a long way since then because guess what? We're up to 5G. 5G is the fifth generation of wireless data networks, and it will improve them far more than 4G or 3G ever could. You'll feel it in your phone, your home, your car, and in the city and town around you. Ah, 5G technology is everywhere. But can it make the perfect toast? That's all I want to know. And now there's a new partnership between Georgia Tech and T-Mobile. It's an incubator program to promote and support growth and development of 5G entrepreneurs and startups. Joining me now with more, this is meant with great respect. He's an OG in the telecommunications industry. He's a veteran, Bob Siegel. He's the Advanced Technology Development Center's 5G Connected Future Program Catalyst. Bob, welcome to the program. <laughs> Thank you, Rose. It's a, it's a great honor to be here. Did I take you back with that old 3G iPhone commercial? Um, you did. You know, I was I, I'm old enough where I can remember this device that actually hung on the wall that was <laughs> attached with a cord. Yeah. And I was actually there when um, when they announced the iPhone. I was in the room, so it was. Uh, I've been through the history here. <laughs> As we heard in the other clip, 5G now stands for this fifth generation technology. But just briefly, uh, Bob, for our listeners who are not familiar with exactly what this does and why it's such a big deal, give them a brief explainer here. So it, the, what 5G will do is bring in communications and data a lot faster than what you see on the current technology, which is for the most part called 4G LTE. Mm-hmm. It will also, it will do this a lot faster because there's much lower what we call latency, which means the time when you send something into the network and the time that it comes back. So that works a lot faster. And you can also send or or send much larger amounts of data or receive much larger amounts. So you may notice that if you're you're getting a 5G signal in some of your Zoom meetings or other types of meetings, you may notice that they're a little bit more clear or your gaming experience may be more fun. But the big thing that this is going to do is help us in areas like industry and smart cities and Mm -hmm. automobiles, because those are huge amounts of data that are going to have to go very, very quickly. And that's what 5G is all about. So it opens up whole new worlds for where 
industry and cities and, and the way we're going to live our lives. A couple of years ago for our transportation series on gridlock, what's moving Atlanta, by the way, we won an Atlanta Press Club Award for that. I went out to the, the I think it was called the Ollie which was the, mm-hmm. the, this bus that was going to be, you know, sort of uh, autonomous, I guess, in a sense. And it used 5G technology. So yes. you all, folks like you, you all have been working on this for some time. Is this the the pinnacle then when we talk about this type of technology? Or should we expect a 6G, 7G over time? Some of us are in our 70s, 20G. I don't know if we'll get to 20G, but 6G is already in the planning, uh, even while 5G is really just being rolled out. So there is a lot more to come. Uh, 5G has just been getting out. And when you were on Ali, I'm familiar with the report that you did. When you were on Ali, that was just the very beginning of 5G. But now um, my T-Mobile sponsor uh, and and my other sponsor, Curiosity Lab, Mm -hmm. has this capability and has expanded the capability here at the lab. And we've got new shuttles out there running. So uh, they're, they're using 5G communications. And it's getting even better. It's getting even more exciting. Um, we are going to start seeing a lot more with what we call vehicle-to-vehicle and Mm vehicle-to-infrastructure. And 5G is going to help because it's going to make our driving a lot safer. You know, we're we're at a level, I think we're above 36,000 automobile deaths just in the U.S. alone last Mm -hmm. year. You know, that's ridiculous. We've got to put a stop to that. And this type of technology will help us do that. Let me get your thoughts on this before we dig more into this incubator program. From a global standpoint, um, where is the United States in terms of being on the the cutting edge of this type of technology? Sometimes, typically, we see stuff coming out of China or, or in other areas around the nation, but around the world. But how would you assess where the U.S. is? I think in terms of 5G technology, we're right about in the middle. We we need to speed up countries like South Korea, like China, as you mentioned, some of the Scandinavian countries are a bit ahead of us. Um, and, And we're making up ground very quickly. But a big piece of this is programs like the incubator that I'm, I'm bringing on board here that are going to help us find and, and develop the companies that are going to make more use of the technology and speed the process up. Well, let's talk about this 5G Connected Future Incubator Program. Is How unique is something like this? You're all a partner. you got T-Mobile, the T-Mobile Accelerator. you got the Curiosity Lab at Peachtree Corners, and, of course, Georgia Tech. I mean, this is, this is what this is. If there's a wheelhouse forever, this, <laughs> it, it, it is Georgia Tech. How did all this come about? Well, it it came about, it's a partnership between Peachtree Corners, who runs the building that I'm in, the the Curiosity Lab, and T-Mobile. And what they've done is they've formed this and they've asked what we call the ATDC, the Advanced Mm -hmm. Technology Development Center out of Georgia Tech, to run this program. And it's actually quite unique. Um, it's, It's unique enough where we're pulling in companies from across the country and I've even talked to some countries in Asia or or some companies in Asia and in Europe that are also interested in joining us. And the unique factor is that we're we're bringing in the ability to help startup companies get 
and find commercial viability. And that's what the ATDC brings. And we're combining that with what Curiosity Lab is, which is a living laboratory Mm -hmm. here in in, um, north north of Atlanta. And we're bringing all of this together along with T-Mobile, which has the the most 5G coverage. And so it's enabling these businesses to test and develop and work with engineers from T-Mobile and to work with coaches at ATDC and to use the three-mile autonomous vehicle track that we have here, use the advanced 5G technology that we have here and other technologies Mm -hmm. along that we have out here as well, along with our lab and develop their businesses. And so it presents a very big opportunity for entrepreneurs and potential entrepreneurs to work with us right here in Peachtree Corners. It's a very exciting time. And I understand you're going to lead the recruitment efforts, as you all put it, of startups working on 5G technology. How do you go about doing that? And I know there's an application process too. Programs like this, um, and for for companies that are interested, if you oh, you're using to, closer look to get folks in your program. <laughs> absolutely, I want to spread the words. Let's let's get the word out there. But if if they want to, they go to atdc.org and just look under inter- industries, and you will see the five G on there, and click on that and fill out an application, and we'd love to talk to you. Um, That is how we're doing it. We're also doing a a lot of PR and initiatives like that. What we want to do is let entrepreneurs, potential entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. know, A, that we're here. Okay, we've got this program. It is 5G. It is also an excellent program for developing startup businesses. Okay, and we want to make sure that everybody knows that we're here statewide, and in the case of the 5G Connected Futures Incubator, nationwide. Let me ask you this, um, because often we hear about how important, and we know it is, diversity and inclusion are. It's a focus for a lot of programs. Uh, I imagine this is something that you all also are looking for, or is, because we talk about 5G technology, I mean, that's specific, but what Mm -hmm. metrics will you use to make sure that it is diverse and that you do have a, you know, a a lot of different groups here? Well, I'll, you know, that that is a it's a hugely important area. And, you know, just looking at this this country, the world, we have a lot of challenges, a lot of problems, a lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. And we really need to get as many people on board to help solve those problems, to help take advantage of those opportunities we possibly can. And Georgia Tech from President Cabrera on down are very focused on diversity, equity, inclusion, so much so that every one of my colleagues at the ATDC is charged with focusing on diversity and inclusion, okay? In addition to that, we have two people who's Two of my colleagues whose core function is making sure that we get those folks into our pipeline and we help them grow and develop their businesses. It's it's absolutely crucial. Let me ask you this, Bob. So in a sense, five G this five G technology also be so important, and we often hear this a lot, uh, trying to to shorten this digital divide, this gap that exists. 
I absolutely believe that it, that is the case. And, you know, when, for example, one of the companies that I am working with right now uses 5G to help bring teaching and education mm-hmm. to those folks that don't necessarily have access right now. Okay, and and 5G can do that both because it can help you create a very real time feel for a classroom or in this case for teaching music and enabling students to work with a music teacher and work with each other all at the same time. So it's a beautiful idea. But we're also bringing up technologies that are going to do things like bring health care and give people access to doctors people who don't necessarily have that today because either they're living in the wrong part of town or they're very rural or whatever that case may be. And part of this is, and one of the things that my sponsor, T-Mobile, is because of the way they're structured, they will be able to offer internet access when people don't necessarily have the Wi-Fi in their homes. They can still connect to a very powerful internet. Signal so it's not necessary they're they living. Manage. So it's not necessarily they're living in the wrong side of town. Their side of town is, doesn't have the connectivity for them. May not have the connectivity for them, and that's a, and that's a huge problem. And we've got to be able to fix that. And this is the type of capability that can do that. Are you all looking then for these startups and entrepreneurs if they are using, if they're at this intersection sort of a 5G technology and, and maybe equity and, and, you know, social justice or or efforts that are helping folks in areas where they, they may not have this connectivity. So it may not be a standalone software type of startup, but a startup that wants to use 5G to, let's say, help improve Connectivity for low-income areas, improve connectivity for rural areas. Well, let me me put the answer to you this way. Folks, to you and to your listeners, if you know of companies that are doing just what you said, who are at that intersection of using 5G, again, get in touch with us, atdc.org, and come and join our program because, yes, that's exactly what we're looking for. We want to bring we want to bring opportunity to people who want to get started, who want to develop a business, and who want to get going. This is a great program. Five G is a great technology. It brings a lot of tremendous capability that businesses, future businesses, may not currently have. Is there a cap to the number of startups that you all can accommodate right now? And this is sort of the, the first round so to speak, so... Ultimately, there will be some sort of a camp based on my ability to work directly with companies and with the my colleagues. Um, right now, I'm not that concerned about the cap. And the, the other thing to keep in mind is the companies that are really interested are able to join our very base program and mm-hmm. get a lot of education in that process. So, 
it just joining our very basic program, you get access to education that includes understanding how to match what your idea, what your product mm-hmm. is to what your customers are willing to pay for. You, you've got to have a product that people will pay for or sponsor or support in some way. So you've got to make sure you have that alignment and we can teach people things like how to set up your financials so that your startup has a good chance of making it, has a good chance of Mm -hmm. succeeding and how to understand all those things. So even at a very basic level, you can get a huge amount of value. So it, it I, I would suggest it right now, don't don't worry about a cap. Mm-hmm. If you've got a great idea and you're going to be using 5G, go ahead and get signed up and let's talk. Is there a cost, Bob? There is an initial sign-up fee that is $35 per quarter. Okay. So it's not very much. Um, and, you know, there, there may be things we can do if that presents a problem. Sure. Hey, look, every every little bit helps. Uh, what's the feedback yeah. been so far? I don't know if you can. You don't want to reveal anything, but uh, what's the feedback been so far? Well, we've we've launched this thing officially about two and a half months ago, and we already have quite a few companies that are have joined and and we're working with them. Um, we've gotten excellent reviews from uh, a number of area, what we call the influencers, the people mm-hmm. who are not necessarily starting a business, but like yourself, who will help us find those companies that should be in working with us. And we're getting a lot of positive reviews. So I'm very, very excited about what the potential has. And when will they, uh, the entrepreneurs and startups be notified about the 5G Connected Future Incubator Program they've been accepted? or? Well, the first, uh, the first 12 have already been notified, wow. and, and I'm doing interviews. I, I had some interviews yesterday and some more tomorrow, and we'll be, we'll be notifying them usually within two to three weeks after we initially discuss them. And, and there are some cases where they may not be right for our program, but mm-hmm. through T-Mobile, we have other groups that they may be able to join that may be more fitting for them. And within ATDC, we have other groups that may be more fitting. So, for example, if you are looking at a startup that is working in what we call fintech, mm-hmm. for example, or in healthcare or retail, uh, we have groups set up to work with those organizations as well. So a lot of different opportunities here. You know, Bob, coming into the segment, I was teasing you, but you are a telecommunications industry veteran. You are an expert at this, pro of this, a historian at this. So through your lens, where do you hope that we are, not just as a nation, but globally in using technology to bring folks close, close those income inequality gaps, close those inequity gaps and all those other disparities. You see technology really being a key to this. I spoke to some professors alone, not too long ago. It said that they thought the next social and civil rights and human rights leaders would come out of the technology field. I completely agree. Um, I think that they'll come out of the technology field, but I also think that they're going to be enabled by what technology brings. I'm a big believer that the way that you, there's really two critical things to give people opportunities. Mm -hmm. One is to give them access to education. Okay. Mm -hmm. The other is 
create the economic opportunities so that they can get jobs. Jobs are a beautiful thing, good jobs. And you know, one of the things about startups and small businesses in general that I have seen over my many years is that people who don't necessarily have the credentials to get a particular type of job at a very large company can often work their way into those roles through mm -hmm. a small company because you're working directly with the decision makers and they can see and if you bring the right attitude that you know you want to bring value you, you're willing to work hard it, it creates opportunities because you have people who aren't looking at superficial characteristics. They're looking at how can we make this succeed? So my hope is that the technology really extends the opportunity for education, the desire for education, and creates economic opportunities for jobs. That, that's my vision for the future. All right. The 5G Connected Future Incubator Program. A lot of partners in here. T-Mobile Accelerator, Curiosity Lab at Peachtree Corners, and, of course, Georgia Tech. And, Bob, it's been such a pleasure talking to you, Bob Siegel. He is the Advanced Technology Development Center's 5G Connected Future Program Catalyst. You cannot put all that in an email. It is more than a mouthful, Rose. I've been listening to you for many years. It's been an honor to be on your show. Thank you. Come back and let us know how all this is going on. We want to we want to stay on top of this. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Take care, Bob. Atlanta's own, the Empress of Soul, and of course, the Pips. Let it play for a little bit, Kevin. Let folks feel the groove. in the English and Vine City neighborhoods. Gladys Knight, she is one of my favorites. And now there's a street named after this legend. Closer Look continues now. This is 90.1 WABE, Atlanta's Choice for NPR. I'm Rose Scott. Much like Gladys Knight and the Pips, we're in a relationship, Atlanta, that has gone on for a long time. Why am I saying this? Because your generous support and from folks like you make this program and everything you hear on WABE possible. Yes, it's our fall fundraiser. It's important because it allows us to bring you programs you love, like City Lights with Lois, anything that H. Johnson does. Of course, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. It's been a minute with Sam Sanders. I love that. But we couldn't do that without your financial support. You may think your gift won't make a difference, but I'm telling you, it really will at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. I'm joined by our multi-platform super senior producer, Jamie Green. Jamie, little Gladys for you. I was feeling that. Y'all always got the vibes on Closer Look. That's what we do around <laughs> here, boy. Maybe that's why we're all listening to you right now. And look, if you're listening to Closer Look, this is maybe one of the many programs that you enjoy here at WAB. But we're also here for all of the great programs like Morning Edition, City Lights, Here and Now, All Things Considered, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Of course, Jazz Classics with H. Johnson. That's probably one of my favorites. And, you know, think of WABE as a restaurant. We offer so much. We're here anytime you like. 
And in this fundraiser, like this one, we're asking for a little help in covering the cost of everything you enjoy, including that Gladys Knight right there, while you enjoy 90.1 WABE. So please give wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. And of course, thank you. My name is Erin Lebo-Skelly, and I live in Capitol View, Southwest Atlanta. I really like Rose Scott herself. She just always asks the right questions, very insightful. The topics are usually of interest to me. I think she has often a good rapport with the people she's speaking with. I think especially maybe because oftentimes, you know, she's speaking with local folks about local issues. It stands out a little more maybe. Thank you, Erin. We appreciate that. You know what? You're right. WABE sounds local because it is local. And our team works very hard. I mean, they work very hard, long hours. I will send an email at 2 in the morning, and I don't expect them to respond, but Producer Daniel and LaShawn will tell you, Rose will send an email at 5 in the morning because I'm thinking, I'm up, I'm working. Our team works very hard. And, you know, we do this to bring you a program with a clear window into the world of Atlanta. We just, Jamie, that conversation about 5G, yeah, that's fascinating. And to hear Bob talk about how 5G could be so important in, in dealing with all the inequities and disparities, not just here in Atlanta, but around the world. Those are conversations I really believe that folks enjoy hearing. And I say it all the time. The mm-hmm. community, y'all are the producers. You you all send me emails. You say, Rose, how about this? Hey, Rose, how about y'all stop me when I'm buying, picking out fruit at the farmer's market? Yes, they have done that. And you know what? I listen. And so now I'm asking you to repay the favor right now, asking you to think about what WABE really means to you and donate accordingly. Whatever you can do, whatever you can do. How about mm, 33 cents per day? That's about 10 bucks a month. And we suggest this amount because you know what? It seems to be the most comfortable level for a new monthly donor or sustainer. That's right. Let me ask you, have you been meaning to give? You've heard these member drives come and go, and you know you've always wanted to help out, but just didn't quite find the time. Well, we understand. But what about right now? Think of these 33 cents that Rose was just talking about as a price of keeping you informed or a continuing education class or a companion as you drive on 75 or 85 or maybe even traffic on 400. So please take a moment to donate at 678-553-9090 or give online at wabe.org slash donate. And look, your gift right now, well, it helps Support all of the great programs that you love on WABE, like Closer Look. So we want to hear from you. WABE.org slash donate. And, of course, thank you. My name is Chris Bridges, and I live in Marietta, Georgia. Yeah, the reason I decided to increase my gift is because of the importance it is to the the value it presents to our family. Uh, It's extremely valuable to us that we learn something that we have a stake in, uh, so to speak, that we actually pay for and that we feel like this is of value to us. Going forward, that's what we're going to continue to do. Uh, Thank you, Chris, so much. We appreciate that. You know, we all set aside money each month for things we value, right, or things we care about. Chris and his family decided that WABE is one of those things. How about you? Come on now. When you become a sustaining member, you do have a stake in what you're listening to. And as time goes on, you may realize that it's important 
maybe now the time has come to increase it if you can and really think about this because look we all jamie we all got bills right we all got bills all got bills and you know if you have a lot of nieces and nephews like me yeah big bills <laughs> for just a few additional dollars each month you will help wabe provide even more value back to you and you can do that right now at this site wabe.org slash upgrade that's if you want to upgrade or tell the operator when you call hey i'd like to upgrade that number is 678-553-9090 and as always thank you for being a member and thank you for being a sustaining member by the way i can't wait to see it's the great pumpkin charlie brown this year hey Check it out. It airs this Sunday on PBS and PBS Kids stations all around the nation at 7.30 p.m. And catch it on our PBS station, ATL PBA, again, that's this Sunday at 7.30 p.m. I'm wondering, Jamie, will this be the year the great pumpkin makes an appearance for our little Linus? That would be great. You know, he waits every year. Been he waiting does. for like 50 years. I mean, I it is 50 years. I mean, the, the kid is, <laughs> give him credit. But maybe with PBS, he's going, you know, he's going to show out for us. You are listening to Closer Look, and this is 90.1 WAB. Of course, I'm Rose Scott. Speaking of kids, it's time to visit the Closer Look Kids archives once again. I know you all love this. So we, we have this little bottle that we spin, and it lands on something. So it stopped in November of 2019. And this is where we welcome then seven-year-old author, Salah Thompson in studio to, to discuss her work to promote children's literacy and how she started her own nonprofit, Jamie, the Children's oh. Advisory Board of the Empowered Readers Literacy Project. Now, she came in studio with her dad, Khalil, who's the co-author of the book, Penelope, the Pirate Princess, The Search for the Magical Moon Pearl, and her mom, Nicole, was there, too. And Closer Look continues now here on 90.1 WABE, Atlanta's choice for NPR. I'm Rose Scott. It's time to escape from the madness of this world. I'm, y'all see what I'm going here? I'm trying to, I don't know who the character is, but I'm working on it. Um, and let's venture onto the high seas, to a land where we meet a princess and we go along for her journey. This is where we cue the awesome sound effects. Across the ocean, over the seas, there lives a young princess named Penelope, daughter of a king who lives like no other, and a magnificent queen whom she calls her mother. The Wonder Palace is the place that she calls home, and the almighty kingdom where she and her friends roam. As much as she enjoys the kingdom with her dad and her mother, this young princess is far from land lover. An heir to a kingdom this young lady may be, she is destined to be the queen of the sea. For this is a girl who loves adventure and is ambitious. This is Penelope, the pirate princess. Ah, yes. Now that is Halima from North Atlanta High School reading the beginning of the children's book, Penelope, the pirate princess, the search for the magical moon pearl. I know, I know. Y'all, y'all want more? Well, too bad. You got to get the book. But Penelope, the pirate princess, comes from the creative mind of seven-year-old Salah Thompson. And there's more, which we'll get to in a moment, because she's joining me in studio. Salah, welcome, and thank you so much for coming in and taking the time. You can, you can talk. Yeah, thank you. Yes. And you, you brought your agents, mom and dad, with you? Yes. <laughs> 
How are you doing? Good. Good? You ready for Thanksgiving? Yes. Are you cooking? Sort of a little. What you cooking? Parents. I'm going to help Mommy with the french fries. We're having french fries for Thanksgiving. Is that true, Mom, Nicole? It I guess is. it is now. It <laughs> is. Because we're having um, a new Thanksgiving, and we want it to be different. Okay, well, well, French fries, Thanksgiving, that's that's Dad's like, you nobody tell me. <laughs> Let's go back for a second, so like, okay, now tell me about Penelope. Who is she? She's pretty much me, mm-hmm. but for one thing, I'm not a pirate pirate that, like, goes out on the sea, but I am. And for another thing, I don't live in a castle. But you can pretend to do all that, right? Yes. And so when you're pretending to do all that, that helps you tell her story, correct? Yes. Daddy and I made a pirate ship once. Really? Out of a cardboard box, some paper, some type of um, pole that used to be on a something. I don't even remember what That's it okay. was anymore. And we used a broken balloon. Wow, to make this pirate ship, right? Yes, and it can only fit one person. Well, that's how it usually is when it's that small. Yeah, I got you. Now, let me ask you this. You have been reading for a long time, right? Yes, I You have. love to read. Yes, I do. I actually brought one of my favorite books, I think, in Penelope. Oh, what, what, what book is that? Can I see it, please? Yes. Let's see. This book is called, let's see, it's uh, Dog Man Unleashed. I'll have to get this. This is a good book. You think I'll enjoy it? Well... Maybe not because you're a grown-up. Oh, because I'm old? <laughs> is that what you're saying? No. It's a lie because I'm old. I might not enjoy it. No. That's a lie. This interview is over. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole and Khalil, tell me about Salah. What type of young, 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 young kid is she? Young person. Nicole? Salah is, she's a special child, a special person. She has a heart of gold. You know, it's, it's true. Aside from being... There's so much love in this family. I just love it. (laughs) Well, she's a blessing to us, you know. And aside from just being, you know, a a smart, inquisitive child, she, the the biggest, I think, asset that she has is her compassion Mm -hmm. and her sincere desire to see other people happy and have opportunity, you know, and just to have the ability to be able to share the things that are you know, pretty common to her, like access to books yep, and yep, yep, yep. family that they can share those things with. So, yeah, it's her heart of compassion, heart of gold. Khalil, what do you want to add about you? Um, I, you know, girl. <laughs> you know, she's just amazing. I mean, ever since she was a baby, she she was a child that you could just tell had like lots of words inside of her before she could talk. She her eyes just communicated with you. I was like, oh, my goodness, when she starts talking, she's never going to stop. And that's pretty you much what correct. happened. It, you were very correct. It, very correct. That's right. Um, but she's full of imagination. She's super creative, and like my wife said, has this wonderful heart um, to want to help others. And like I could never ask for more for from a child. And I think she's inspired me a lot as an adult, which is really cool, also. Because she has a passion, Salah. You have a passion because you want other kids to be able to enjoy reading like you do and to be able to have access to those books, correct? That's what you want. You want every kid to be able to have access to books to read, correct? Yes. Why is that important to you? Because reading is fun. Yeah. 
It is fun. Let's talk about this princess and this this pirate and Penelope, you know, journeying on these seas and all this stuff. How did this come about? So it's funny. When she was four years old, she said she wanted to write children's books. And I kind of looked at her and I was just like, okay, whatever. You're four. Like, here's a piece of paper. <laughs> but then, um, you know, life happened and I found, found myself in a season um, where I was out of work. And she came up to me and she was just like, oh, you have time now. So you can help me with my books. Well, she had a point, Dad. <laughs> she she yeah. did have a point. <laughs> she did have a point. I know I had a point. <laughs> so I asked her what was her, what did she want to call her book? What's her character going to be? And she said, Penelope, Penelope the, the Pirate Princess. And she said it very quick, just mm-hmm. like that. And Penelope I was like, well, that's very specific. Why? Mm-hmm. Um, she said, well, you're a Raiders fan, and Raiders are pirates, mm-hmm. and Mommy's a queen, and princesses are queens in training. Yes. So Penelope the Pirate Princess, duh. How long did it take y'all to write this book? Um, two years. Yeah, it, it was a, it's been it's been a long journey. Mm-hmm. So we you know we initially drew out the Ark Mighty Kingdom, and then she came up with the story. We typed Boom. it up, but then we had to send it off to illustration. So it's been a two and a half year journey to get to this point. So Lala, let me ask you this: When you first saw the illustrations, the drawings, did you go, "Wow, that is that's her, that's Penelope the princess"? Is that what you envisioned? That's what you saw? Well. Yes, mm-hmm. but I didn't know she was going to actually look like that. Yeah, she's beautiful. She's a cute little girl. Um, you. She's me... a little younger than me. Yeah, she, she is. She used to be. She just turned on six last wow. year. She's turning seven. She's turning seven. And just turning like eight you're turning next year. Khalil, what about this in terms of being able to share this with with your daughter and your wife and your other daughter. I mean, it's it's just been amazing. Like I never in my life would I would have imagined that this is what I'd be doing, but you know, being able to help her tap into her creativity and imagination and to use that not only to come up with these great stories, but to inspire other children to you know, find their own voice and tell their own stories. It's been super rewarding. And then watching our youngest daughter who is just the biggest Penelope fan ever who just thinks like writing books and, you know, doing marches for literacy is what you're supposed to do. I think that just puts the biggest smile on my face. It's called Penelope, the pirate princess, the search for the magical moon pearl. And you heard it right here. And what we're going to do is I want to thank you both, all of you for coming on the program. Salah, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much. We're going to play again a little bit of that intro because people love it so thank you all so much for coming best of luck to you Salah come on back for that next book okay okay thank you for having us thank you we're already done across the ocean over the seas there lives a young princess named Penelope daughter of a king who lives like no other and a magnificent queen whom she calls her mother the wonder palace is the place that she calls home and the almighty kingdom where she and her friends roam. As much as she enjoys the kingdom with her dad and her mother, this young princess is far from land lover. An heir to a kingdom this young lady may be, she is destined to be the queen of the sea. For this is a girl who loves adventure and is ambitious. This is Penelope, the pirate princess. Uh, that was a lot of fun, Jamie, and for a good cause, promoting literacy. Then seven-year-old Salah Thompson appearing on Closer Look. You know what? It's those segments, 
You know, we're going back into our Closer Look archives and we're bringing these out because often we have a lot of very adult conversations on this program. That's fine. But I just really love talking to the kids because I can just really just. She's so wise. I love that. Very wise. And you know what? They text me a picture on that Thanksgiving and she was eating French fries. I wonder what kind. Like, was it like, you know, the crinkly kind? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's all right. Sweet potatoes. <laughs> you know what? You get that type of programming here on WABE 90.1. You know, stations like WABE, we tend to follow a unique a unique business model when we're talking about the money now. It's based on trust, too. We know you value and trust what you get here. And during a fundraiser like this, we trust that you'll lend us a hand. I know. But you're saying, okay, Rose, I can only give a little. That's all right by me. So please give what you can at WABE.org slash donate. I'm joined now by our multi-platform senior producer, Jamie Green. How cool was that that conversation with Salah? No, that was dope. That was so good. And I just love how her parents are so involved in the storytelling process. And you could tell they're a close-knit family. I love that. You're a storyteller. Yeah, I am a storyteller. So it was nice to hear a young person like that. And look, thanks to everyone who's already made a contribution to WABE. And that's everyone from all over Metro Atlanta, from as north as Rome to as far as south as Peachtree City. But what about you? That's right, you listening. Have you taken the time to tell us how much you appreciate like that great storytelling with Rose on Closer Look or Morning Edition or All Things Considered? There's so many great programs here at WABE. Well, when you give right now, that's the kind of support you're saying. Yes, you'll be financially supporting this show as well, Closer Look. So please take a moment to give right now because you're listening right now on wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. I'm Zane Coburn and I live in Ansley Park in Atlanta. When I was a kid growing up listening to WABE, driving with my parents, I'd always say, can we please change the radio station? My parents would always say, absolutely not. And because of that, I am now fully enveloped in uh, all the, the offerings that WABE has. <laughs> absolutely not. I heard that a lot when I was little. <laughs> so all the kids listening with your parents right now, please take heart. Give the folks a break, huh? Trust me. Stick with WABE. Stick with NPR. You'll love it, too. And thanks to Zane and his parents, as always. You know what? No matter how long you've been listening, you're probably here because you've made listening to WABE a priority. And doing a fundraiser like this, we ask you to just think about, you know what? How much can I make to WABE? How much can I give in this first-time donation? It's easy. Just head to WABE.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. That's right, 678-553-9090. And Zane, thanks for that memory. You know, in a member drive like this, we ask for your donation and we use that money to pay for great programs and powerful stories that are sustained by you. That's right, you. So please consider giving monthly. We call it a sustaining, excuse me, we call it a sustaining gift. And we found that most of our new sustainers choose a gift about $10 a month. Please give at that level or as generously as you're able to at WABE.org slash donate. And look, the response that we get is really, really important because 84% of our funding comes from a metro Atlanta community. So get what you can today at WABE.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. And real quickly, when you donate to WABE, you know what? It helps the power of the great reporting behind the stories that you hear each and every day. And we really understand that you understand that. So please, again, make your first ever gift at wabe.org slash donate or call 
99. And as always, we say thank you. That is it for this edition of Closer Look. A reminder to let us know your thoughts on today's program. Some of y'all have already sent me emails about 5G. Okay. Uh, <laughs> send me an email, rose at wabe.org. And if you missed any of the day's program, it's always online, wabe.org slash Closer Look. And, of course, Closer Look weeknights at 7, as well as in our podcast. Subscribe to Closer Look wherever you like. And stay tuned to 90.1 WABE. Atlanta's Choice for NPR, I'm Rose Scott. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Local, state, national politics. WABE and NPR have the coverage you need. I'm Jim Burris, host of WABE's All Things Considered. Whether it's on the air at 90.1, streaming online, or connecting through our mobile app, WABE keeps you on top of election 2024 in what's sure to be a pivotal year in politics. And for candidates and ballot information, visit our election hub at wabe.org election 2024.